currently 30 degrees in the Roanoke-Blacksburg area. We have 28 degrees in Lynchburg. And then on the south side, uh, it's it's been the warm spot today, 31. Feeling groovy, baby. It is Groovy Tuesday. Temperatures are a little bit better today than yesterday. Yeah, they Down are. Down in those teens mm-hmm. that yeah. didn't go away until in the afternoon. So we'll take it. Yeah. Uh, got some weigh-ins on the uh, the story we were talking about before we went into the break. Oh, the, uh, the dating guy? Yeah, the guy out of Miami Mr. that Cheapo? took to TikTok. <laughs> he went on a Tinder date, mm-hmm. and then he got mad because she wouldn't split the bill. Yeah. Well, he got mad because she got mad. Yeah. Um, and he says that women are entitled these days. Mm. And some folks said, uh, some folks texted in saying, you know, they should have cleared that up before they went out. So, okay, this has this thing gone viral? I oh, assume? yeah. So, okay. I mean, he's been interviewed by Fox. <laughs> I'm going to ask you then. How many, if it's gone viral, then millions of people are weighing seen, in. How many, how many girls have reached out to him and said, you know, I'd like to go out with you. What would be that percentage? Because they're. I doubt many. Well, uh, because there's people that like go after these well, they, the murderers. They date serial killers. Yes. That's true. So I'm just wondering, is has he done this with some reverse this, psychology but in this mind? This is the thing that I thought was so petty. He's like. Um, so he, she said, why are we splitting the bill? And he said, well, it's our first date, so I thought we should maybe. Uh, I can't believe you're wanting us to s- split the bill, she said, when they got into the car. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you ordered an appetizer that I didn't even touch. Why do you think that I should? <laughs> wow. I mean, that's okay, getting yeah, petty that's, and that's, stupid. Yeah, he's, he's an idiot. And, and the girl said, you asked me out. Yeah. And he goes, all right, I'll just take you home. And then when he dropped her off, he said, see you. And the girl ignored him. And he said, hello. And she said, bye. (laughs) Some of the comments were pretty brutal. He's not very smart. (laughs) Many users noting that they believed he was wrong. Uh, One guy said, you asked her out, bro. You pay. Yeah. That got 34,000 likes, that comment. (laughs) Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. 34,000. That's pretty good. Um, others noted that if a guy is not paying, it's like two friends going out, which is fine. Right. But don't call it a date. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what most people said. Right. Uh, and if you just want to be friends, just tell her that. Sure. That got 8,000 likes. Okay. Um, another man said, you just need to quit the dating scene, bruh. Don't ever date. <laughs> that got over 10,000 <laughs> likes. Um, other comments uh, cheered the girl for being a queen with the way she handled the situation okay uh she's nice to you uh she's she's nice for even conversing with you after that true um the fact that he tried to argue about the appetizer speaks volumes and i'm telling you that's what did the appetizer that was stupid yeah that's where i mean he lost any hope with me right there but i will say Mm. there is some value into some of his observations okay um he his point was women aren't acting like women anymore so why should men have to embrace the traditional gender roles assigned to them he said uh, mm-hmm. the women out there now they don't want to take care of children many of them don't want to have children they right. don't want to cook right they aren't nurturing at all mm-hmm. but they want us to carry on the norms like it's 1952 right that's fair that, i think that is yeah i think it's fair too yeah and he said women are only feminists when it comes to certain things they don't want to do like take out the garbage 
I wanted that put in my marriage vows. I'm just saying. Uh, the users on TikTok explained that it's because he asked the girl out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that it was a form of entitlement. Right. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot going on. But there. there but there is a lot going on. Like I see women when I see a woman kind of give somebody a dirty look because they open a door for them. That just annoys the ever loving tar out of me. <laughs> it just drives me crazy. Yeah. And I did teach my my sons to open the car door and to yeah. open the door and to make sure a girl's safely in her home mm-hmm. before you leave yeah. and to make sure she's Absolutely. safe in her car, Absolutely. even if it's not a date. Yeah. Um, you know, there's safety in numbers and there's safety. I mean, I, I was watching something the other day about uh, a man who he had killed a woman mm-hmm. and it was one of those where they trace them on, on video. Right. And prior to him finding this woman and killing her, he was shopping at the local Walmart. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a buggy or anything, but he was stalking a woman. Okay, yeah. And and you can see him stalking her. It looked like something out of Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Oh, he, it, it looked like wow. a predator stalking mm-hmm. a prey yeah. the way he was following her and watching right. her. And do you know when he went off the hunt? When a man joined her. Oh, interesting. And the minute... The wow. minute a man was with her, he aborted the whole thing. Wow. And so you can say what you want to, mm-hmm. but it does make a difference when it comes to predators. Yeah. yeah. So whether you like it or not. Yeah. 866-916-3776. You're on the Morning Jam. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Janet. There's a gentleman that holds the door for a lady. <laughs> I've experienced it hey, firsthand. Man. Well, I got two old things for you. One, my, my sister was in college down in, in Texas, Texas, and uh, she felt sorry for this guy who asked her out. He was on the heavy side, and so she said she was hungry, so she went with him. But other people were saying, why did you go out with him? Well, she gets to the restaurant. <laughs> it was a smorgasbord type thing. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, oh, putting, he's putting food on a tray, and he says, uh, hold your little poofer up. <laughs> to her? Yes. Oh thought, boy. I thought you were paying. Wow. Uh, so I mean, <laughs> and then then he had to go. By the way, how much do you weigh? Oh lordy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's not. No, uh, not that was the that dating scene. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, my, crazy. My wife read me some, something that she had written for college class. Mm-hmm went back to Liberty, and it was about me. And the one thing she reminded me of, which I hadn't forgotten it, but was that when we were dating, I rode a motorcycle. Okay. So I would go to see her. I had some places that I took shortcuts through, mm-hmm. and the homes were abandoned, and they had flower beds. <laughs> I mean, windows were missing. Oh, brother. So I would pick, I see I where this is going. Yeah. Of flowers. I would pick the bouquet of flowers and take them to her. Right. Huh. Every day, every time I went to see her, I took her a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> that you where stole where out of an abandoned yard. <laughs> Romance. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, I couldn't afford it because I only made about $400 a month. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Look, it's, it's very, th- I mean, I'm teasing you, but it's very, very thoughtful. And some would argue far more romantic than going to uh, uh, and spending, you know, a lot of money on overpriced flowers that you could not afford yeah so well, I, 
I got to her place one day and I forgot. I thought, oh, you've got a flower. Oh. <laughs> I went back to the renter's yard, went back and got her a flower. Out of yard. Oh, wow. Hey, we'll we'll talk <laughs> offline there, Bob. Maybe you can help me out on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Thanks for the <laughs> Hook call. Hook a brother up. Hook a brother up. <laughs> um, I will say though, if if I really liked, you knew I really liked someone mm-hmm. when I offered to cook for them. Okay, gotcha. Um, and you know, if it was time to like ramp up and really turn on the, the turn, then I would turn up the heat. <laughs> yeah, then I would then I would cook for them. That's that's when you knew oh, it's my. time to set the hook. <laughs> that's what we call that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I just cracked myself up. <laughs> I'm easily amused though. Well, <laughs> so you know, what are you gonna say? It is uh, 814. If you'd like to check in on uh, what we're talking about, you know, any of the dating apps <laughs> that uh, maybe you should start your own dating app, Janet. And, and, and <laughs> Probably have, like, not. Five, five easy ways to not flub up the first date, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I don't know. People are so weird now. They get offended over the least little things. I mean, that's why many times my son does, will not have more than one date. Mm-hmm. Because he's, he says, you know, so he, much of the knows, thinking huh? is so liberal and so wow. out there. And he's like, nope, moving on. Wow. So it's it's rough. Hey, there is some sanity, though, coming uh, out of a, a newly elected school board in Pennsylvania. We'll talk about that All when right. we come back. That sounds good. They're rejecting the cancel culture big time there. How about some romantic music from the Reverend, Reverend Al Green? Yes, it's please. 815. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Cherokee people, Cherokee tribe, so proud to live, so proud to die. So the cancel culture has uh, worked overtime to on some pretty stupid battles. We fell prey to it uh, in, in Virginia. Skins, yeah. yeah. Uh, Redskins are no longer the Redskins. They've got that lame name now. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, A Pennsylvania community is saying enough. They've reclaimed their local indigenous history. Okay. And a school's popular tribesman mascot. Just a month after five new school committee members won elections and ran on pro-Native American platforms. Mm. The Southern York County School District voted 7-2 to two to allow Sushwahannock High School, hello, mm. to bring back its traditional Warriors logo. Okay. This vote was the Lexington and Concord moment in an effort to defeat cancel culture, said Native American activist and historian and Andre Bellado. After lobbying on behalf of the traditional image that pays homage to the indigenous Susquehannock people, mm-hmm. of which the school's named after. That seems logical. All seven votes in favor of the logo came from members who were elected since the previous board voted to remove the logo back in 2021. The school board stands as a role model and a blueprint for other communities fighting for their native names and imagery, they said. Okay. Five of the newcomers were elected in November 
after the sudden removal of the popular image, which is basically a warrior uh, tribesman okay. and a tomahawk. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, this movement was simple. about erasing Native American culture. It wasn't about, and we aren't going to stand for it anymore. Hmm. Uh, mother of three children and one of the new school board members. Uh, she and other four new school board members, including her husband. Wow. Clean sweep. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it wasn't welcomed by everyone in the community. All right. Uh, they came into their new positions with bravado to push their personal agendas and not with any humility to learn their jobs. Wrote a former member of the okay. school board. Of okay, yeah, so they yeah. undid what you voted for. Right. Aww. Right. Too bad. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> to put the mascot away is respect for the past, for the present, and the future. Um, said the former school board member. She said she was motivated to political action by the negative impact on the community of COVID nineteen, and by the cancel culture effort to rewrite local history. And sentiment against the warrior's image rate. She said it outraged the community. And that's why she ended up running. Okay. Okay. Well. I think, I, good for you. And I hope other people will follow suit. It, it seems like it's always the rich white liberals that want to speak for the blacks, the indigenous Hispanics, people. The brown people, yeah. 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 Yep, everybody. Stay the heck out of it and let them fight their own fight. It's America. Right. Where you can actually fight your own fight. Well, it's like that stupid song you played the other day at the Unitarian oh, Choir. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. Talking to the, the woman who wrote the 1819 Project. Yes. Wrote this just horrible song. Yeah, yeah. It was just dreadful. <laughs> and you've got all these old white people who got together yeah. to sing this song because they were going to bring justice back. It's just pathetic. It is. It is. And Find look, something else. You can't, y'all need Adopt to sit a all dog. the way down. Work yes. at your local you know, shelter. Save a polar bear. Where you actually make a difference. Yes. Let's do that. My and look, I, and, and I, I would be completely supportive of this, but it's not my role to be the spokesperson. Mm-hmm. Right. I've had that. I told you about that com- comment. That's where I wanted the, the, that's where I adopted the know your role and shut your shut hole. Your hole yeah. That's my motto. Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> should be our motto. As cisgender white people. (laughs) (laughs) Who I can speak for. (laughs) So there. Well, I'm, you know, I mean, shut your hole. Here's a roll. (laughs) From Texas Roadhouse. That's Mark's Mark's logo. That's his phrase. (laughs) That's my phrase. And make sure it's got the, the, the. Butter with the, you know, the, the brown, honey butter, the, the honey butter with it's not brown sugar. What is cinnamon sugar? Yeah. Yeah. yeah give it to me. <laughs> There's an old song from the six. Give it to me. Dun, 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 dun. Give now, it to me. Now you're going to start singing cinnamon. Let me in. Oh, no, yeah. please don't. <laughs> don't do that. You just need to, to stop. Oh, and I haven't had creme brulee and I'm not allowed to apparently the rest of the week. No, you're not. Uh, but you do have something special coming on Thursday. I do. Okay, good. Uh, an Obama judge has ruled that uh, CRT trainings can violate federal law. No. Yeah. <laughs> After it traumatized a white teacher. Oh, really? Okay. Uh-oh. I got gotcha. you. You're going to be getting a phone call, sir. Yeah. An Obama-appointed judge ruled in favor of a Pennsylvania college professor mm-hmm. who sued his employer over CRT trainings that he alleged were anti-white. Okay. Well, there you All go, right. including one that uh, said white teachers are a problem. <laughs> okay, former professor 
At Penn State, Zach DiPiero sued for racial discrimination after he was subjected to training that the English language is racist. It is the embodiment of white supremacy, along with additional tirades against white people in a professional development session and meetings, according to the lawsuit. I have also heard that this is happening in some local nonprofits here mm. in their training wow. um, with volunteers. Mm-hmm. I've had a, I've been reached out to by a couple of people who oh, went through training, good. and it was a organization that I encouraged people to volunteer for, right. and and that's become a part of their training. White people bad. So, well, then why I shouldn't be here then? Because I'm just going to go back out on the streets and commit crimes. Because apparently that's what I do. As a white man? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, he explained that uh, the trainings were traumatic. He said it, it's impossible to get it out of your head. There's this constant ticker tape like a newsreel. <laughs> oh, my. You know, I just keep hearing this disgusting phrase over and over again. White teachers are a problem. White people are a problem. He said, I still wake up with it. It bothers me. Interesting. Uh, you often hear that hardships leads to greater character. That may be true, but it comes at a cost. Sure. Um, he said that discussing the influence of racism on our society does not violate federal law, but when considering whether or not to allow the professor's suit to uh, progress, she said uh, she considered the type of CRT training that was used at Penn State, Abingdon. And she says that he has solid grounds. Training on concepts such as CRT can contribute positively to form healthy and inclusive working environments, but the way these conversations are carried out mm-hmm. in the workplace matter. Sure, sure, sure. When employees are talking about race, any race, with a constant drumbeat of that of negative language, uh, they risk liability under federal law. How about? That? And look, we've seen the videos. Oh yeah, we've yeah. We've played clips. Right. You know, they don't, a lot of this stuff isn't released out too. They keep it, you know, but every now and then it gets out. And then they would do trainings and they would specifically say the white teachers can't come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that that's not. That's brainwashing. You can't have that it both just, ways, guys. Yeah, that is just literal brainwashing. Uh, that's not good. And they, and they want us, you know, look what they're doing to Jordan Peterson up in Canada. They're trying to send him to you know um re-education camp they want him they are dangling his his license to be a, he's either a psychologist or a psychiatrist and they want to take it away they want him to go to re-education camps i mean the guy is a genius move move over the border that's one immigrant i will bring in and say you're an american now mm. i mean the guy is brilliant but yet they are they are going after him big time did you, um, off topic a little bit, did yeah, you yeah. ever watch Pawn Stars? I have. Um, Rick, the, the or, lead Rick, guy. and then you had the old man, and yeah, then yeah, you his, had... His pop died a while a while back, but yeah, and then you've got the, the brown-haired guy who is uh, the cousin, the, the nephew. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, well, did you know his son died? No. 39 years old. No. Adam. Dead at 39. Wow fentanyl overdose oh my gosh and uh rick harrison said that his son's death he says it was exacerbated by our problems at the border wow even as the biden administration is cutting 
the razor wire. Yeah, yeah. Out of the borders yeah, because of Texas. They, they fought it, and the Supreme Court sided with them, which surprised me. But I can't believe it. Yep. yep. Uh, Pawn Star's personality, Rick Harrison, revealed that his son Adam did die from a wow. fentanyl overdose. That is so sad. Um, the fentanyl crisis in this country has got to be taken more seriously. It's just flowing. Well, maybe he can And become, nothing's being done about it. Maybe he can, if, if he feels led to let that be his mantra, you know, because people will, some people will listen to him. And say, take note, because of who he is. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he's the last man standing. His dad's gone. Son's gone. Um, Adam was uh, Rick's second child with his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he they, has... Corey have, is the other one. Yeah, yeah. Corey's Corey is have, probably the most well-known but, yeah, you know. But him. Adam is on there. Right. He's on the show. He's not yeah. as predominant as brother. As Corey. Right. Um, wow, that is that's hard. You would you would mostly see him in the in the shop and that that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually, was, he probably Corey, actually makes it work. Corey but, is the one featured, right? Right. Not Adam, right? Um, Adam working behind the scenes, making sure everything's running. Yeah. Probably. Um, have mercy. So you know, Corey's still there, but Adam Adam is gone, and uh, and you hear him talk about Adam yeah. periodically. But he's I mean he's calling out the border crisis, saying guys. Yeah. And, and we know it's the number one killer yeah. of adults. 100,000 plus. 18 to 42. People. I mean, come on. Yeah. And we, 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 but let's open up that border even more. Right. Let it flow through. Right, we right. don't want them inconvenienced by way, razor wire. Nah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's but pretty sad. Ding bats. We got uh, CBS News. See? CBS News is coming up. Yeah. And WDBJ7 is on the way with all your headlines this morning here on The Morning Jam. 32 degrees in Danville right now, 30 in Lynchburg, and 31 at the Roanoke Blacksburg Regional Airport. 866-916-376. You are on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. I hope y'all are doing well. You know, with the uh, New Hampshire primary uh, starting uh, now, I I think people are going to get a really good idea of, of where our country is going to go. And... What I don't want to see is, and I think it's very capable, that it's it's going to be a very rough and rocky next uh, eight or ten months. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if if, uh, if, if violence started happening in the streets. Yeah. And uh, uh, so, you know, we best put our seatbelt on and our crash coming on all, all together mm. as we go into this year. And, and uh, you know, I was, I was listening to... to uh, President Trump talked to Sean yesterday on the radio, uh-huh. and it, it's, I think what people just despise is it's just common sense and taking care of our country and, and not allowing the, the minority of, of the left uh, rule our lives. Uh, it, it's, it's terrible what the Supreme Court's doing, that, that they're favoring with the globalists, and they're, and they're, and they're letting, they're letting these, these uh, uh I mean, these are warriors, 18 to 26 years old young men. Mm-hmm. They're warriors. And what happened in Gaza is going to happen to us. Yeah. And, and uh, it's, if, if, you don't have your, if you don't have arms to protect your family, because when the crap hits the fan, it's, it's going to go down. Uh, and and uh, the police aren't going to help you because they're going to take care of their own family. Sure. Um, and, and the other thing is like this, this Fanny Willis. Uh, yeah, you're from Georgia. Fulton. Yep, yeah, and she's Fulton County DA. Well, she's over here, 
and, and I'm glad that God is screaming her sins from the housetop. She's mm-hmm. over here playing high the weenie with this Wade lawyer, and, and, and the whole thing's going to be dismissed and thrown out of court. Yeah. Uh, and, and this Get thing with that, that uh, um, you know, Jean Carroll girl up there in, uh, up in New York, uh, it, it's all just a ploy. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, it's, uh, it's, it's coming back to, you know, bite them in the shorts, even though they don't have them right. on right now. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> Oh man! That's right. Well, oh, thank you, thank you for these words of encouragement. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, really. in all honesty, yeah. they are. You know, I it's mean, there's get, watchmen on the it's wall. It's going to get and, ugly. Yeah, you're one of those watchmen on the wall. I know, and uh, we have to have them because it's. Uh, I and, think this year could be really, really. And difficult. look, there's some things going on in New Hampshire right now that right. Uh, that that people, I mean, aren't paying attention to, but they they should. Because uh, the Democrats and the Never Trumpers are joining forces yeah. to try to get some votes for Nikki Haley. I mean, there's no doubt. Oh yeah, absolutely about that. Hey, thanks for the call, Kevin. We got Ruth Ann right behind you. We're going to try to get her on here. Let's listen to Ruth Ann. We'll see you later, bud. So, 42 percent of the voting population are undeclared voters in New Hampshire. Did you know this? I heard a statistic like that. And. Yeah. Uh, primary pivot is one of them mm-hmm. that's working really hard to get Nikki elected. Yeah, uh, right. And it's run by Robert Swartz, who is a liberal activist. Oh, very outspoken. So in bed with uh, the wrong people there, huh? And and it is and, and look, he is quoted as saying that he believes the most effective tactic to stop Trump is for liberals and independents to vote for Haley. Okay. Quote, we only care about damaging Donald Trump. For better or worse, the only thing we can do if we really want to stop Trump is to vote for Haley. Yeah. And well, and he's just he's just out there saying it, you know. Right. Not even trying to hide it. Yeah. 866-916-376. Got Ruth Ann on the line. Just uh, had a birthday, didn't you? I sure did. So that makes you uh, 29, 29 and holding uh, for a couple <laughs> no, of years no, beyond no, that. No, 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 <laughs> I don't play that. No, I'm 83, and yes, sir, I feel good. And looking great but about I, it. You're 83. Well, and... I feel great about it, and I, like I said, a lady will lie about her age, but a woman will tell you the real age. <laughs> I'm all woman. Yes, indeedy. I wanted to talk about dating, and um, I I went out on the first date with a gentleman, and he said, would you like to have a cup of coffee? And I said, yes. That date lasted me 43 years. Wow. Wow. We got married. We got married uh, two and a half months after we met. Mm -hmm. Wow. And uh, November 20. 2020, my husband passed on our anniversary. Mm, I remember. Now, as far as going out on a date with a a young man, women, you got to stop because most women that go out, they're shy. Uh, They don't like to eat in front of a date. Think about it. This is true. I don't know who these women are. (laughs) They want to take a doggy bag home so they can feed whoever else is there and, and you know, just whoop the food down when they get home. Lord, we're not on this date. Yeah, I took me to the best place, and I got a steak. But see, that doesn't work. But see, it makes it hard for the young man out there. You can't 
assume that the young man has big pockets. No, now, true. I think it would be nice if women would think, well, you know, I'd like to just go out and have coffee or tea or strawberry milkshake or something because you want to get to know the person. You can find out a that's lot what, about that's the what Bailey. That's what Bailey does, yeah. Yeah, casual relationship of getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with me. And I'm okay with that. Now, I'm still the type of person who don't want to go out and spend a whole lot of money and go out with somebody that's uh, okay. I Oh, I can assume that they got a lot of money. No, I want to go here where the, all the stakes are like $500. <laughs> that doesn't work. And it doesn't work for a relationship of being friends. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to go out somewhere, somewhere, somewhere would you, I can go out to dinner with you where you want to go, and then I pick the, the most expensive place. No, you don't do that. I'm looking for friendship first, and whatever comes later is okay. And they carried it on to if they get married. Oh, they got to spend all this money on a wedding because it's her day. You know, living in life is not all about her. It's about the both of them. So I think uh, what the guy did, okay, he didn't do it right. He should have, you know, said, okay, I'd like to take you out for coffee and pie or something like that and see if she wanted to go. Yeah. Because you're not going to find out too much about the person if you're getting into that expensive meal, you're running your mouth chewing, chop, 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 you're not talking about (laughs) things that are important. So going out on the first date, it should be very casual and getting to know you. And maybe, you know what, your date will last 43 years. There you go. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. I went out to my eighty-three-year-old uh, little buddy, <laughs> girlfriend, girlfriend. Uh, my first time I met my Mark, we, and we we talked a lot mm-hmm. beforehand, but we actually had dinner with another friend. Oh, okay. so the first time we were, you know, we were all all together. We uh, and and he insisted on picking up the check, which okay was very sweet but i really didn't expect it uh now that friend was also his cousin so okay it so it made took all the pressure off you know yeah uh with that but i i, I see what she's saying i get it yeah. yep i mean i i'm just so glad i'm not in that scene anymore man alive just wouldn't just wouldn't want to be there i mean you know i got my best friend at the house mm. much like you do it is eight forty three. Have a couple fun stories to get us out of this groovy Tuesday. Thanks for being part of the program. You still can get a hold of us. Text us, 434-248-0704, or you can still call. We'll squeeze one more in if we need to. Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 
8.48. Just thinking about some white chocolate. And Janet's over there going, I can't go for that. No can do. <laughs> Got Dale on the line. Good morning, Dale. Good morning. You said you had time for one more call. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bud? Well, you're talking about uh, things that fake holiday and all that, you know. <laughs> Valentine's, uh, Valentine's Day. Day for those that didn't yeah, just that's joining in. Yeah, that fake holiday. Well, it was around that holiday when I went met my wife, and oh. uh, in college, and one of our our first real date was I think breakfast at it wasn't a Denny's, but it was a local thing in Lancaster County, okay. like that. Okay. And then we used to we used to splurge to go out to the Jolly Fisherman the Jolly on Fisherman. Tuesday night. Yes, yeah, so on Tuesday nights they had a special six dollars for two little uh, lobster tails. Oh, wow! Holy cow! Fancy. Yeah, that's how long ago that was. Six bucks get you two little lobster tails. Yeah, and, oh, and all you want at the salad bar type thing. We call, okay, we call those shrimp at my house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Well, they're a little bit bigger than the shrimp, I think. I right. hope so. I remember, but. Uh, my It'll daddy and I used to go to all-you-could-eat clam night at Howard Johnson's. Oh, I remember Howard Johnson's, oh. yeah. Their clams were great. Yeah. That's what that reminded me of. Hmm. Well, ours will be 40 years this June. Well, congratulations. Now, that's not a fake holiday. That's something we're celebrating right there. <laughs> that is a long-suffering yeah, woman, that can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, sort of. <laughs> No look. more white chocolate for you. Oh, I'm just kidding. Got a little crown on her head there. <laughs> well, I think it's more like a halo. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> you know we love you. But but she's from uh, York County, so when you're talking about the school, Susquehannock High School, we right. know all about that place. Oh, yeah. Very close to where we went to college and where she's oh, from. Okay. So, yeah, that's right. They lived, the uh, Susquehannock Indians lived along the Susquehanna River right there mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. York County. Right. Yeah, I, I'm glad they went and, and took it back and said, forget you. Yeah. We're not doing that anymore. You know what they said, Dale? What? They said, Yuns can take this and stuff it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> yuns. Yuns. Use that, or use guys. Use guys. Use guys or yuns. We said yuns up there in western Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, well, where I'm from, we west. just say y'all. <laughs> so. you're, you're out in the west. I was from the northeast in Scranton. Good old Joe country. Oh, yeah, that's right. You and Lunch Pail Joe. what? The Electric City. (laughs) Hey, thanks for the call. I also get a kick out of of Magoo saying he grew up in a black church. (laughs) There are no black churches in Scranton, especially back in the 60s and 50s. I don't know where he went, but they they weren't in Scranton, let me tell you. Well, so there's no... uh, In his other imaginary worlds that he creates. Puerto Rican gangs they hung out with corn pop and all that. (laughs) No, I, I played basketball with, with those people from Scranton all the time, and there were no black people on the there – no, if there was going to be black guys, they are going to be on the basketball team. Right. All white as a driven snow. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Gotcha. Oh, boy. Yeah. Scranton even sounds good, white, doesn't have, it? Have a good day. Just sounds white. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, a Wisconsin mom yeah. recently welcomed her new baby in a McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> oh, gosh. Not exactly what she had planned. Mm. Uh, apparently, uh, Anissa Beck started having contractions late in the night. She woke up her husband, Daniel, and said, I think we need to go to the hospital. By the time he was up and came downstairs, she said, I was, I was ready to go. She, she's the mom of three. 
Uh, I had him call the hospital. Of course, mm-hmm. they're asking all these questions. They asked me where my pain was. Right. Uh, I responded, I'm going to need an epidural immediately. Right. Um, she was determined to get to the hospital in time. But as she and her husband were en route in the middle of a snowstorm, <laughs> uh, she was like, you got to pull over. I'm not going to make it. Oh, no. Wow. And the only place he could find was a McDonald's parking lot. Wow. Uh, she got out of the car, mm-hmm. got in the trunk of her SUV. Oh, my gosh. Her mom, who was following, pulled into the McDonald's lot close behind them. Right. She said her husband handled the situation very well. Um, the baby was coming quickly. She said she couldn't help but think about how bizarre the situation was. Mm-hmm. Micah Daniel Beck was born in the middle of the snowstorm. His nickname is McFlurry. (laughs) That's pretty funny. That's pretty good. Um, Not only was the baby's birth unexpected at an unplanned location, because who wants to have their baby in a McDonald's parking lot? um, He was two weeks ahead of schedule. Yeah, he doesn't look like it. I mean, he's a pretty chunky little fella. Probably going to show up Um, to his meetings early, too. Yeah. By the time police and paramedics arrived, it was too late. He was uh, he was already on it, well on his way, and uh, they, within minutes, you know, everything was uh, was done. And he he's a cute little fella. What they need to do is find out every store has its own number. You know, like I I I came to work at Food <laughs> McDonald's Line. number three twenty two. Right. I something. worked at two nineteen there on Memorial Avenue, the Food Line, yeah. just down from FNL. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there are several nicknames that have come up for the little boy. Okay. Among them is the most popular, McFlurry, because it was during a snowstorm. Uh, Mickey D's, McBaby, and Small Fry, also <laughs> contenders. Okay, not bad. S- not staying bad. in the uh, the fast food lane. Yeah. If you've been a Chick Fil A fan for a few years, you may be entitled to some money. Oh, honey, some kind of a settlement? Yes. What the? Because they're not open on Sunday, and all the no. Chick Fil A sandwiches I missed over all these years. No, no. Dang. It's part of a four point four million dollar settlement, and it's stemming from a lawsuit that was filed against the chain in October. Okay. The lawsuit said the company advertised free or low cost delivery, but secretly raised the cost of the food to make up for it. So they acted like it was free, but then they bumped it up on the other end. Plaintiff said Chick-fil-A deceived customers by not disclosing it had increased prices by up to 30%. Really? The company did not admit wrongdoing, but did agree to compensate those affected. Okay. Customers who ordered online via Chick-fil-A website or app could receive a gift card or cash payout of $29.95. Okay. To be eligible, you must have bought food from the restaurant somewhere between November 1st, 2019 and April 30th, 2021. Well, there's no doubt in my mind. You also have to have placed the, the order. The question is, is how many sandwiches I ate. Right. This is prorated, isn't it? There are only a few states that it applies to, though. Okay. Uh, but if ours. you placed an order in Florida, possibility for okay. you. Yeah. California, Georgia, New Jersey, or New York. Well, we traveled to Florida. There's a good chance I... That you ate at a Chick-fil-A. I, it's a very good chance. There's a place online you could submit your claim and get your 30 bucks. That'll buy you a lot of chicky nugs. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Just, 
Just calling them chicken nuggets. It, it could do it. <laughs> hey, did you see, Jeez. now that we're talking about the, you know, restaurants and stuff, did you see where there is a, a retro pizza hut that's opened up? No. So they have uh, have opened up a, a pizza hut, mm-hmm. and it's just like it was like back in the back day. Back in the day. Yeah. Well, the one on Memorial Avenue still sort of has those angled windows those, and stuff. Those vibes. Well, yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, in a small Texas town, they uh, they have, you know, started doing that again. They've Interesting. got, I mean, everything, the light the, fixtures, the everything. The prices, maybe. I could go for the prices. You'd maybe see me at Pizza Hut. I do like Pizza Hut pizza, I have to admit. It's like stepping into a 1970s restaurant. Okay. I think that's very cool. Yeah. I would definitely want to go there. Hempstead, Texas. Oh, okay. So they literally remodeled it to look just, like. Just to look like it. A 1970s Pizza Hut. See, okay. Do you remember the 70s? Everything was dark. The paneling was dark. Oh, yeah. The cabinets were dark. Yeah. Everything just kind of had this, huh. Yeah. It's a little dreary now. To- Every birthday party picture had a little kid blowing out a birthday party next to an ashtray. Right. <laughs> and a, oh, those are your memories. And huh? an adult with a cigarette in their hand. With an ash no, about ready I mean, to I, fall that, that into somebody's mine, coffee. But, but I'll look back <laughs> no, at no, these I pictures and yeah, you're sure. just like, what is happening here? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Like I mean, some tip. Hey, can I borrow your ashtray? I noticed you weren't smoking. I need a second one. <laughs> I'm going to need that over here. <laughs> I need two of them. Yeah, you'll see these pictures from the 70s. And it's like, of course, you know, the cakes were pretty elaborate oh, back yeah, then. Because sure. that was the thing. There wasn't like all these Yeah, but the parties. tips of the, you know, how you dressed it were the, where the smoke settled in. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. Why does that have a yellow hue to it? Sometimes I'll look back it's at the pictures cake, it? from 70s. And you're just like, what on earth? Yeah, yeah. Here's a, you know. Uh, and again, this wasn't this wasn't my family, but if you follow right. any of the '70s right. uh, threads or anything, sure. they'll pop up all these kind of kitschy photos, and the guys wearing the leisure suit, yeah. and, and you know, there's the birthday cake and the <laughs> the ashtray right. and the see, know, I'm man, maybe my beer brother can at your toddler's party. Oh, exactly, yeah. my brother Jim or Doug can straighten this. I just we didn't have a lot of smokers. In the family, in, in my large family. But you probably cousins, had ashtrays some, in Some aunts and uncles did, you know, smoke cigars and cigarettes. Right. But in our family, I think my mom tried smoking once and got gagged. My dad maybe smoked way back, my, like in World War II days. My dad smoked when I was younger, yeah. when I was little, and I remember begging him to stop. And then when my mother got really sick and was in the hospital oh, for so long, he did, he did stop. How about that? Because, because he knew it worried me, mm-hmm. and that's when he just he stopped cold I'm turkey. But he never smoked in the house that I can remember. Yeah. Mama probably put the kibosh on yeah. that. Like, yeah. that's not going to happen. I so. smoked for a couple of years, maybe three. You know, I was asthmatic as a kid, so that wasn't a good combination. It wasn't combination. a good call. No, it Probably wasn't. not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, have a great day. We'll... Uh, have some more memories with you tomorrow probably we love reminiscing with you we do hey we're going to have the folks from the ymca in tomorrow to talk to them around 706 about the buddy referral no doubt make today awesome in the meantime we'll see you then